Hello and welcome to Soul Velocity. I'm Snehal Singh and we are celebrating women this month. Gifts of the Universe is the book that we launched um, on March 8th. It's not only hit bestsellers in multiple categories in multiple countries, but the magic about the book is there are 24 women who never knew each other came together towards one simple cause of leading the way of showing the light, light and talking about challenges, it, talking about their stories, which are absolutely raw, just real and unfiltered. And that is creating a ripple effect to all the readers as well. So if you haven't grabbed the copy yet, it's time for you to do so. Today, I do have one of the authors from Gifts of the Universe through Women Who Lead with us today. I would love to introduce you to Dr. Susan Hughes. Her chapter in the book is called My Secret Life as a Bouncer. We would be talking a little bit about that. And just to tell a little bit more about who Susan Hughes is or who Dr. Susan Hughes is, she is the CEO of Bounce Highest, executive life coach, international speaker, international bestselling author, and an unapologetic traumatic brain survivor. And we're going to talk again about that as well. I love, love, love her mission where she talks about going from impact to becoming impactful. So Susan, first of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and uh, being in the book as well and sharing your wisdom. I think, uh, you know, anyone would connect with your story, not only in terms of knowing what it feels like, but also in terms of how to look at the other side how to look at that ray of hope. So tell us a little bit more about what is not there in the bio. Tell us a little bit more about who you are. Thank you so much, first of all, for having me on the show. I appreciate it. I am, first of all, a mom and a wife. Um, I practiced medicine for 20 some years. And then as I talked about, and you described, I was in a wicked car accident a number of years ago. And that changed everything. That changed everything. You know, I knew from being a small child, I wanted to be a physician. And suddenly that identity, the way I saw myself was gone and um, had to go through many years of uh, rehabilitation to be able to speak fluently again, to be able to read fluently again, to be able to walk um, and get better balance. So it was a major, major, major change in my life. Wow, I was getting goosebumps while you were talking about that. Susan, how did you keep going in situations like that? Because it's not just the physical pain that you're going through, but there is so much of internal journey and the battle that you're going through because you're literally hitting a restart button on everything, like you said, speech, walking, everything. What kept you going? My kids, my husband. And this absolute tenacity that I was not going to give up. I kept telling myself, you've got this, you've got this. One of the gifts I had and I share and teach with others is the gift of the brain's ability to heal, which is neuroplasticity. Um, I knew that you know, I just was not going to stop. There was one point in my therapy that just just was crushing. Um, I was going to the local university hospital for my treatment and the physician said, okay, if 
you weren't able to get any further on than what you are right now. Is there something in your life that you could not live without? And I took a deep breath. And at that point, my eyes, because of the head injury, I couldn't read more than five or 10 minutes at a time. My eyes just would not track. And I had already been through a lot of therapy and they still weren't working the way I needed to. And I looked at him and said, if I can't read again, that, that is unimaginable for me. That is absolutely unimaginable. And it, it just, it took me to my core. It's just like, I am a voracious reader. If I turned the screen around, you would see my stacks of books everywhere. It's just so much of my identity. And that just kind of, it infuriated me and it propelled me more. And I just continued working hard and recognizing that, you know, the recovery was not going to be as smooth as I had hoped. It was not going to be as short as I hoped, but I had the advantage and that I knew that my brain could heal, not necessarily the way that it was before, but that it could heal. So I just didn't give up. Wow. As you said, it definitely needed a lot of tenacity to, uh, you know, to cross that journey. And while, you know, you are reaching there, it's also about not carrying the bitterness, but carrying a ray of hope, which I see you're ready to give so many and you're talking about it. You're also uh, so tell us a little bit more about what does your company Bounce Highest do? So what well, is it all about? After the accident, you know, even before the accident, I'm, I'd been a leader. I had, you know, had my own private practice. I had an educational nonprofit, you know, started independent physician associations, um, you know, multiple businesses was way overextended. But after the accident, you know, I started talking to people about, hey, you know, we all hit adversity. You don't have to hit a windshield to know that you're hitting adversity. You know, you can have a, a change in, you know, marital status, you can have a change in job, you can have a change in finances, you know, health, all kinds of different things can change. But um, knowing that, you know, you just keep moving forward. Um, and, you know, all those, all those changes. So what I started talking to people about and speaking from the stage was, hey, we all hit this and then we, you know, we focus on bouncing back. And everybody's heard that phrase bouncing back, but I thought, you know, I, I want to take it to a step further. So I started talking to people more about bouncing higher. And ultimately, I realized it's truly about bouncing highest. And I was speaking in from the stage in California in a big group. And um, it hit me. It hit me. I made that transformation and that transition from not being just grateful for being alive. And yes, I am very grateful for being alive, but being grateful for the person I was becoming because of the car accident. And that was huge. And that's kind of the essence of bounce highest. It's recognizing that, hey, we've all got scars. We've all got wounds. Some of them are more visible than others. You know, with a traumatic brain injury, it's not like you're wearing a cast. People, people don't see it. Um, but really helping people reach and propel themselves higher because of their experiences. So that's what I teach on. I love that. What I love the most is, as you said at the start, you know, you don't have to hit a windshield. You don't have to hit the rock bottom to start making changes to your life. And, uh, you know, as you said, bounce highest. Uh, how did you know that this is your calling? How did you know? Because you said you started way before even the, you know, the accident that you went through, you had already started this path. So how did you know this is what my calling is and this is what I want to do? 
and you know, that's part of the journey. I mean, um, I've got a son in college right now and I keep telling him, I said, you know, the average college student changes their mind five times and what they want their major to be. Um, I was the unicorn. I knew at age five that I wanted to be a physician. And so my route, you know, even though I spent time living in Europe and going, you know, in different places, I knew that I wanted to be a physician. It was, you know, what type of physician did I want to be? That was kind of the question. And the car accident knocked that out. And I floundered. You know, I spent, you know, three years doing intensive vision therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, but really had to do a lot of internal work to find my new my new identity. And my identity was not dissimilar from what it was at age five. My identity now was that as a healer. Um, as a physician, I was able to do, you know, so much, but as a healer, I can do so much more. True. Very, very, very true. And, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason. There is a, that saying, uh, when we're going through things, we, we don't believe in it. We don't want to believe in it or we don't want to agree with it because you wonder. Uh, one was tenacity that you spoke about and how you kept your you know mind going no matter what. Now, most of us may not experience that huge change or shift. Okay. However, there are even tiniest things that we make and blow up into big things and uh, you know those then become such huge challenges and walls that you know we're not ready to cross through them or break them or move forward. So in situations like that, what would your two cents be? You know, when, when you feel stuck or when you feel, I, I don't know how to get, you know, get out of this, this space that I'm in. Well, I think a number of things, and I, I do this when I work with my clients is to take things from a different perspective. Um, I love the quote from uh, Maya Angelou, and I'll read that here. I can be changed by what happened to me but I refuse to be reduced by it. So it's that intentionality that, you know, how we can't necessarily affect, everybody's going through things, but how we respond to it, that we have a choice about, that we have a choice about. And so it's, you know, really having people take a step back. Um, what I do is, you know, when I'm first working with people is I have them take a 30,000, you know, foot level view of where they're at. It really gives them a different perspective. Um, and if people can look at their lives from a different perspective, whether it be, you know, working with me, working with somebody else, doing the online courses that I have, but it's really taking a step back. And for me, that was so important what I realized, and it was so hard to accept that I can no longer be a practicing physician but I can steal my an impact. And so, you know, being able to give people that gift, you know, helping them, you know, connect with their core values and their core mission and their core purpose. So I, I love that. So where would, uh, we spoke about a lot of things that you do. Uh, mm -hmm. One is definitely the online courses, coaching that you also do. You also have your own clientele uh, and you're a healer. So how could someone connect with you? How can I work with you? Well, you know, the beauty of Zoom is I can have people all over the country, all over the world. And so um, the best way really is to go to Linktree slash Dr. Susan Hughes. 
And I've actually got a free gift in there for anybody who logs onto that, a free download. Um, but there's a lot of different ways that they can connect with me through that. And it's nice because I can just keep um, updating and adding more value to it for people. Absolutely. So guys, in the captions of this episode, you would find a direct link to connect with Dr. Susan Hughes and uh, also grab that gift, free gift that she has for all of you. Susan, I do have one last question. It's my favorite question. But before I get to that, uh, I just want to say, is there anything that you want to say to our audience today? Anything that you want to share in particular? I think one of the things, especially since it's International Women's Month, is for we as strong women is to own our worth and our value. I think too often we settle for what other people may impose upon us. And we really need to grasp onto what we are capable of and really use that to not just, you know, help ourselves, but to help serve and to uplift other women. And that was one of the things that I loved in the book was that there were 24 amazing women. You know, some of them were friends of mine beforehand, but the stories of the people, I mean, it's just really being able to support each other. Absolutely. Support and uplift, definitely. And uh, we had the privilege, like Natalie and I had the privilege of going through each and every chapter before we even put it together. And I, I still remember having those conversations. We are like, oh, my God, there is so much of mm-hmm. and, you know, not only just an emotion blast, but everything about understanding how different lives look like when we probably seem to be living probably in the same country with same environment, yet the situations look so different. Uh, so first of all, Susan, thank you, thank you, thank you for contributing and sharing your story in the book as well. We are absolutely grateful to have you in the book and share your voice with the world. So thank you for, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And now my favorite question, and that is, how do you want to be remembered? What do you want your legacy to be? You know, I actually had to think about that you know, going through the car accident, going through all the challenges, I want to be remembered first as being a mom and a a wife. And I want to be remembered as someone who didn't give up. A lot of my time, a lot of my volunteer time now is really focused on equity issues and advocacy. And I want to be remembered as someone who not just supported and spoke for people that couldn't speak for themselves, but that I actually passed the mic to them so that they had their own voice. I want people to remember me as someone who was not afraid to ask the hard questions and also not afraid to help those people that I'm asking and those people that should be doing better and helping hold them accountable. So if I can be remembered for that, I that think would be amazing. Beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. And I think our conversation today has been very interesting as well. Uh, again, any two cents before we close? Anything that you want to share? Uh, I would be adding the links uh, definitely to our conversation. Is there any other way that people can connect with you? Um, I think the best way would be through the link tree. Um, and I think you know, one of the things that I'd been teaching about, you know, for two decades was how we can use our brain 
you know, to learn and to unlearn. And I think for anyone who's going through difficulty right now, if they can take home the message that the brain has the ability to make amazing connections and that we can keep learning and we can keep growing and that where you're at right now is not where you're going to be in the end, that it is a journey. You know, people keep saying, okay, when are you going to be done with all this therapy stuff? And it's like, um, I think it's going to be a lifelong thing where I'm always going to be finding something else. And I think it's important for people when they go through their own challenges to recognize that, hey, this is temporary. How I choose to look at it will make it, you know, the journey much more interesting. Absolutely. And I think that was a great, great, great message here, Susan, because somewhere I think we, we so much focus on everything that is not right right now that we choose to stay exactly there where in there is so much more. And I I totally agree when we speak about our brain has humongous power of just, you know, I think the power is just humongous. Let's talk whether we're talking about healing, whether we're talking about keeping on learning or no matter what the age is. So thank you, thank you, thank you for opening those doors of information for all of us. I think there's so much more guys that I'll probably be inviting Susan one more time so that we can actually have literally that brain related conversation, subject of my, you know, of my interest as well. I, uh, and I would like to know your perspective on that as well when we talk about neuro-linguistic programming or neural semantics and so on. So I think that would be an interesting conversation. So this is my official invite to Dr. Susan Hoos where we can get on one more time and bring that side of the story or you know the science to our audience as well. But yes, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here today and sharing your time with all of us. It means a lot to me and to the entire set of the gifts of the universe as well. So thank you. You're welcome, my friend. Thank you. And guys, before we close, as we all, as I always say, we all are born abundant. All we need to do is claim that abundance by taking one step at a time. So keep taking that step and I will see you very, very, very soon.